Hey, Mr. Arnstein, here I am. Hello, and welcome back to Was Glee Good? Today we will be discussing Season 2, Episode 13, mm-hmm. The Comeback. Uh, I'm Lily. I'm Robbie. I'm Liz. Um, and while we have not unfortunately made any new lists this week, um, there's one that I'm really gunning for that I'm wondering if you guys can like go upvote us in. Um, it is the Hairpins 50 podcast that technically exists, parentheses, production value, colon, medium. Um, <laughs> so just don't forget. Mostly good. Thanks. <laughs> Uh, cool. Okay, I have our Wikipedia plot summary, um, and I'm going to be honest, I don't know what happened in this episode. This is going to be informative to me. Uh, Rachel tries to get back into McKinley High's social swing with the help of Brittany, but her attempts backfire. Okay. Sam forms a Justin Bieber tribute band in the hopes of cementing his relationship with Quinn, but later finds out from Santana that Quinn cheated on him with Finn and breaks up with her. Though he should have figured it out without her. Sure, that's uh, Sam papering over some stuff. (laughs) He starts dating Santana. Wait, sorry. (laughs) I would like to... Okay, I'm going to say the punctuation all out in that last sentence. Sam forms a Justin Bieber tribute band in the hope of cementing his relationship with Quinn, but later finds out from Santana that Quinn cheated on him with Finn and breaks up with her. Semicolon. He starts dating Santana, period. That's correct. No, that's well (laughs) done. That's why, yeah, that's fine. That's a dependent clause. Yeah, good job to whoever wrote that. They're related, but they could stand alone as sentences. (laughs) I love a semicolon. No one at me if that's wrong. I didn't graduate college. That's what I assume. Also, you're about to. You're about to. I'm about to graduate (laughs) college. Uh, Sue tries to sow dissent in new directions from the inside, and after failing, she becomes coach of Oral Intensity, ugly club rival for regionals. Can we pronounce it Oral Intensity? Oral. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, sorry. I know this is like a joke that's really in on itself, but I can't believe that this episode starts with Will Schuster saying, I actually learned something in my Spanish class today. Also, he's teaching Spanish. He's teaching Spanish. He says oh, yeah. one word in Spanish. How many episodes in the in season two has Will Schuster taught Spanish? Like, like two? Just this one. Well... No. I so Holly we, Holiday teaches Spanish. Right, that's These, what these I'm students have had two Spanish lessons. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm thinking of the fact that we know he teaches Spanish because we saw Holly because Holiday. Because Holly Holiday, aka Gwyneth Paltrow, uh-huh. told them about Lindsay Lohan going to yes. rehab. Um, the whiteboard does say regresar, which yes. does mean return. To come back, to, to come return. Back, yes. sure. That's the one single word he says in Spanish. It also on the board says they're learning subjective, by which I think they mean subjunctive, <laughs> which is a different thing. <laughs> and a thing far too advanced for these students who have had again oh, they two don't know Spanish <laughs> right. Subjunctive was complicated. It's yeah, very if you're at a level where you're writing it in English on the board, you're not learning it. I took four years of Spanish, and I think I could barely even tell you what the subjunctive was. Uh, yeah, you would, I like to get very <laughs> uppity about having learned a bunch of Spanish. No, that's a great point. If you are learning the subjunctive, you no longer have to uh, write things in English at all. Oh, yeah, you call it the subjunctive. You, would, yeah. you definitely <laughs> need to write the infinitive form on the board. Yeah, uh, they'd already know Negasar. Right? Yeah, right. For sure. Uh, yeah, so the point is that Will Schuster... And you Schuster, wouldn't learn at the same time as subjunctive slash subjective. Whatever. Will Schuster, while teaching his first ever Spanish class of the year... Uh, Voice is over, so we don't have to hear him speak Spanish. Thank God. Thank God. Um, tells us that he learned that, one, he's past Terry and over Emma, and he's ready to make his comeback. And then... He's ready. Sure, which is ostensibly the theme of the episode. He's come back to what, who knows, being a guy who makes out with Idina Menzel. Um, (laughs) Which he won't even do. Well, because that's the thing. Like, he's like, come back, come back to what, literally before he married Terry, he was dating Terry. And before he was dating Terry, he was prepubescent. So, like, come back to what? Come back to his teen form. Maybe this is really an episode about prepubescence. 
So they make so many weird beaver jokes. I'd love to track that through the episode. I'm gonna if you come can. back. To I it. think let's please. Um, we then pivot oh into a really horrible Sue so plot. Emma runs in. Sue. Oh, yeah. Okay, so this we see just, Sue's journal. It's horrible. It says, I'm committing Sue, S U E, dash, aside. Suicide. It's. <sighs> so Will and. Um, Emma run to Sue's home, which is we have seen before is basically a trophy museum, which yeah. I do like that they've committed to that. Yeah. Sure, they have the set. Um, I guess they probably have to dress it each time. <laughs> to find Sue in her bed. Surrounded by empty containers of gummy vitamins. Which I do love. Sure. The problem with this is that it's not dark enough. Yeah, so here's the thing. Like a it's, it's, it's a swing and a miss. Yeah. This yeah. is going to go on the list of things that like are so dark that you can't combine them with this sort of like goofy humor. Like you've got to go full dark humor or full serious. You can't do like, isn't it funny? Sometimes people want to die. Like Sue literally says, I have nothing left to live for. Yeah, some people yeah, feel that way for real. Like, okay, so sorry. We're, we're missing. Um, Emma lifts Sue's pulse where she's like laying on her bed or Sue's wrist and is like, she doesn't have a pulse or have a heartbeat. And Sue opens her eyes immediately, obviously, and says, <laughs> no, I do. I just stopped my own heart. <laughs> Um, and we learned that Sue is so upset about losing cheerleading nationals or whatever. Sure. This is where we learn where... I that she we're tried to kill episode. herself. And Will says, well, you kind of got yourself into this situation, says, didn't sorry, you? I'm sorry, Sue, but you brought this on yourself, which is deeply insensitive. That's not the response to anyone. And again, uh, Glee neither wants us to take Sue's suicide seriously, nor is being funny about it. I hate yeah, it. Yeah, like, I, the problem is... I pronounce it so, both boring and insensitive. It's boring and insensitive, and it's, like, I don't know. It's just a bad... It doesn't pull it off. It didn't need to be there. I don't need to dissect it. It just doesn't pull it off. I'm right. also rarely a rooting for a suicide joke to, be pull, a joke to be pulled off. So, like, they already <laughs> didn't have me. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily want to hear a suicide joke on almost any show. Certainly not Glee. Let alone on Glee. I think plenty of shows can do it fine. Totally. I don't know. I'm just suicide honest. jokes are, like, day rigor. Anyway, interesting. All, all day on the internet, that's all anyone makes. That's true. Me, yeah, but those are my people who are actually suicidal, I assume. <laughs> I don't know what Ryan Murphy's... <laughs> Do you think Ryan Murphy's like? suicidal? No, Ryan Murphy is not. I'm sorry, Ryan There requires a certain amount of self-awareness that I don't think he has. Uh, not to be rude to Ryan Murphy's personal struggles, I'm sure, of which he has many. I can't wait until we get in trouble for making light of, of suicide. Whatever. Yeah, this is going to be an episode that gets us sued by Ryan Finally. Murphy. <laughs> um, what I've been waiting for. Right. <laughs> All I have now is, oh my god, Sam is taking Quinn to color me mine. Yes, he is. That's... Uh, funny. We just get them in the hallway. He's like, he, we get a Sam voiceover, which is the most boring thing you can get. <laughs> and like, he's like, I hate it. wait, there's not enough going on with Sam as a character for me to want like his internal. Thoughts. Yeah. Sorry. It, um, it really is just like, I love Quinn. Yeah. Quinn seems to love someone else. What do I do? We get the um, fake flashback where after he confronts her about kissing because of the mono kissing Finn, right? She's like, no, I didn't kiss Finn. I saved his life. And then we get a full flashback acted out which is, of her lie. It didn't happen. Which is so that I he chokes understand. on a gumball and yeah. she has to give him CPR. And that's By how she sucking got it out with her mouth. She doesn't give him CPR. She <laughs> or, sucks or the gumball. It hasn't been chewed at all. <laughs> so in this scenario, Sorry. Finn just swallowed a gumball. It got stuck in his ginormous man And then throat. she suctions it out with her mouth. Heimlich. You do the Heimlich. Also, you'd stick your hand in a person's mouth. Sorry. No, you don't. And it only works for babies. VR is full. And neither of those things is what she did. My favorite thing about this was, though, that, like, inexplicably on the, like, kissing booth that existed two episodes ago or one episode ago, whatever it was, a, like, um, thank you of gumballs has been put there just for this. This that had not been there previously. Yeah. It's just annoying because it's, like, a what, like... It was was a good one-note joke that they then will just, like, keep going back to. Yeah, but also Glee has never shown us a fake flashback before. It's true. We never saw something that didn't really happen. And I wish it would have happened just a narrator they're really playing around with here. Times this episode. That's true. They could make it a world, but they don't. Anyways, uh, it doesn't matter. 
it's bad. I yeah, so, before. I mean, we learn that, like, Sam knows that something's up with Quinn, but really yeah. kind of buys her story. Someone, his dad or his uncle or something, told him the way to get a girl was some <laughs> Take money. her hunting or, or rock, rock and, and roll. roll. And who's more rock and roll than Justin Bieber? Sorry, he I love says. this. <laughs> this is why we recorded this episode when I realized he was good. This was the Bieber episode. Yeah. He does a bat mitzvah gig. I really feel like in order to fully enjoy this, we That's what that was. to I ground ourselves in 2011. Sure. We're a full... I'm like, trying to do that every day. Same. Or Justin Bieber baby. has taken over YouTube.com, a website. Yeah. <laughs> um, his, his hair like, is like, like Usher found him. Usher found him or something. Um, his hair is like the number one conversation with strangers. It's like that swoopy thing that was on the dreamiest boys at high school. Yeah, but just like remember how many times a day you were forced to like have an opinion about Justin yeah, yeah, Bieber? Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. I feel like everyone's default joke was like, haha, Bieber seems gay, huh? Yeah. <laughs> You're or like, well, what? He's like thirteen. Some sort Sorry, of joke about how you, he has lesbian hair. It was like the you know like the well, default like celebrity in as talk. Justin Bieber yeah, on sure. SNL. That was later. It was, I'm an adult it was lesbian. Like, <laughs> um, I don't know if they like encountered this in the real world or if it was just the general air of like yeah, haha, he seems gay. Or like haha, he seems. He was dumb. like a really easy target. Also, for the record, I saw an interview with him in the same sort of like before he went bad, and he did not seem gay. He seemed like a shitty little. No, he's man. a very <laughs> earnest little he's Christian child. He's always seemed child. like a shitty little Christian dude. Um, um, he his vid- baby is like the most disliked video on YouTube or something. Because it was like fun. It was like But you didn't even have a dislike button back then, so people have gone back and Mm -hmm. retroactively disliked this video. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Um anyway, so just like remember that Bieber was like a thing. It was constant. It was like part of your your cultural landscape, even if you didn't want it. You had to be a part of this. Was sold on Bieber, but it clearly isn't a Bieber episode. He only has like four songs that exist even at this point. Right. One of which is my favorite and they don't do. And it's um uh, I forget what it's called now. Never mind. Sorry. Oh, That's love right. me. Oh, I did love that. That would be better joke that, that they would have done. Yeah. So Sam is going to go full Bieber, which yeah. in this case means swooping his hair and putting on the purple American, the purple American apparel, apparel white zipper sweat hoodie. Which again, at this moment in time, was going Everywhere. full Bieber. Yeah, but so quick poll. Did you have one of those hoodies? Yeah, it was dark green. Mine was yellow. It Mine was purple, but it was from Target. It did not fit right. And I did not wear it very often. <laughs> Mine. Uh, same. The arms were too short. Old Navy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I had a hoodie. I, I'm alive. But I like that specifically, the white trim yeah, 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 American yeah, yeah. Apparel yeah, or yeah. American Apparel Invitation, which yes, is what I had, yeah, obviously, because yeah, I was not yeah. buying a $60 hoodie at any point in my teen years. I was really ever. cool. I think I was like visiting my sister's older somewhere and like bought it. <laughs> and it didn't fit. Because first of all, it runs small. And second of all, they yeah. don't like stock uh, anything with a large size. No. Anyways. Um, <laughs> it's not what American okay, Apparel is like, for. No. I'm really excited for this plot. Maybe the only part I enjoyed in this episode. Um, oh, except for what comes next, which is Rachel explaining. Um, oh, no. This is the plot I liked. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. She starts with, I'm in the midst of a career resurgence. Which perfect. Is God the bless Rachel, her for I thinking love. that. This yeah. is a perfect Rachel plotline, and then it is batshit, but takes up no space in my brain. And then like it I don't has have to be one, offended. I don't have to care. One half moment of genuine pathos at the end, yes. and that's it. Um, so she, we learn, has paid Brittany half of her allowance <laughs> to dress like Rachel to make Rachel's whole thing cool. cool. Which is so interesting that she's not like, how do I become cool by doing something cool? She's like, how do I make what I'm already doing cool? Which, frankly, 
Genius. A better a better tactic. So much better. She's learned a lot. Yeah, she's like, I can't change. No. But I can mark it. I'm me forever. Yeah, again, we've said this before, way back when, Rachel Berry, in a few years, would have killed it on YouTube. Yes. Rachel Berry would have been an influencer in a different era. Oh, yeah, she would have had a really interesting Instagram. Or just, like, a member of Pentatonix. <laughs> <laughs> um, Robbie's nemesis. <laughs> so what she's done is she gave Britney a bunch of leg warmers, something Rachel wears a lot, and yeah. Britney, because she's Britney, and, um, Instead of wearing them on her arms, is this a she's an does she have a hat on this scene or is that later? She does. She has she on the does. fur hat. A a bit, fur oh, the fur? Hat. Uh-huh. Yeah. Later, she has a different hat that I want to talk about. Yeah, she wears a lot of hats <laughs> in this episode. All metaphorically of her outfits are perfect. Literally. They've been waiting yeah. so long to dress her. Oh, um, yeah. Rachel comes up and is like, what the hell? You were supposed to dress like me. And then, like, I would be cool. And Brittany's like, um, one, I didn't understand that. And, like, I didn't know the rules. <laughs> no, wait, sorry. This is the hat I'm talking about because I have a note here that says the hat on Brittany. <laughs> hat, all caps. Um, uh, it's like a big, like, floppy and yeah. red. Yeah, mm-hmm. but there's fur. Oh, I didn't yeah. notice the fur. It's a lot. Oh, no. No, this isn't fur. This Different is just hat. like a red. It's not You're a sun right. hat, You're but right. a little it's like a, it's smaller. It's one of those floppy felt, like, brim, yeah, wide yeah, brim yeah, hats. Yeah, 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 yeah. Felt. <laughs> it looks like It's insane. It looks insane that she has a leg warmers on her arms. Yeah, she says, it actually uh, looks great. when I'm Rachel yells it. at her, she says, actually, um, though, can I wear them like this today? I wore a tank top because I don't know how to read. No one ever taught me how to read seasons. Read a calendar. Read a calendar. Which is not how you learn weather. But sure, you don't look whatever. at the calendar to know what temperature it is outside. Um, um, all I have now is blah blah. Sue joins the Glee Club. That's pretty much it. Um, so we're in Emma's oh, office. I, yeah, I Sue does no call notes. her Esme, which I enjoy. Um, yeah, Emma's doing like <laughs> oh, get a weird pamphlet. Intra teacher counseling. Oh, yeah. yeah, this doesn't make any sense. Sue's depressed. She'll do whatever. We know where this is going. She's going to Glee Club. Fine, but Emma does give her a pamphlet on the front. It says, "I am too depressed to even open this pamphlet," which is the only realistic depiction of depression I see in this episode. <laughs> Honestly. Um, Sue, though she does agree to join Glee Club, first calls Will Sponge Hair Square Chin. Uh, I just want to make sure we're keeping a running list of the funny funny jokes here because there's oh, so yeah. few and far There's between. a few this episode. There, I, the, the density of jokes this episode yeah. was higher, which always means that there are at least a few that make me laugh out loud, yeah, yeah. including, again, Sponge Hair Square Chin. <laughs> sure, shoot for the moon to land amongst the stars. Land amongst the stars. Uh-huh. So then they're in the choir room. 100% of the shots you don't take. Wait, Gretzky. Yeah. Um, where Spass. Will, having taught, again, he's riding high on his, like, first finish lesson ever, <laughs> uh, um, is introducing this week's lesson, which is anthems. I have some questions. I forget why. I don't know why. And then also, in this same scene, we learn there's going to be a diva off. No. No. That's later. Okay, well, that's the next time I took notes. So. Jesus Christ, you missed a bunch of things. Yeah, so he says, okay, this year, there's the something that Sue says that's weird. Oh, she it says she, like, took her licks, and Santana again says wanky, which is a weird way to interpret both that saying and any way to talk I, to people about anything. Now that they've done it twice, nope. though? No, no, I'm into it. I accept it's a character. No, nope, I don't. It's a character thing. Nope. Um, um, oh, yeah, so Sue is here, and the Glee Club is mad. So, yes. So the Glee Club's mad, and also Will is introducing the idea that for the first year ever, which, again, they participated oh, once. that's why. It's now the theme of, like, regionals. Oh, my right. God. So you're not only judging your performances, you're judging how well you interpret this theme, which is, Which, again, based on this episode, anthems. spoiler alert, they're not going to do well. Really bad. This is when he also says, like, and guys, we really have to do a good job because we're going to be up against, like, Kurt and the Warblers, and Sue just whispers to herself, sweet porcelain. <laughs> <laughs> we also, so he says anthem, he says, who knows what anthem means, and Brittany says, it's the bottom of an ant's pants, which I, is funny, but... How are you a person who doesn't know what anthem means? But you know what have means? But you, and you, you know put how them, it's spelled? Yeah, and you put them together and you get that synonym. 
here's what we're learning is maybe Brittany's not dumb so much as her brain just works a little differently. Her brain just different. She has one of those like learning disabilities where it's not that you're dumb. It's just that it's like just you information learn information processing. Yeah. 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 Cause, that's um, what Santana that's will literally tell someone later when they're kissing. Um, yeah. So then, um, Sam stands up and he's like, I would love to start with my anthem. (laughs) He again is, he's got the Bieber hair and will, will for some reason like calls it. He's like, Oh, I didn't notice your haircut. Sam, like, people keep saying it's a haircut. It's not a haircut. He just just smushes his hair around. Um, and Puck out of nowhere just goes, that haircut makes your mouth look even bigger. Um, <laughs> this is the beginning of the rest of this the series. When Sam is on screen, someone will make a joke about how big his mouth is, and I like it. I love I it. I think it's just right they called it. That's how the audience was responding by now. <laughs> yeah, how big his mouth? Because you know you're writing a TV show when it airs, but it's a little bit behind. Yeah, I love it. So like the first his two episodes have aired by huge. now. <laughs> Um, and then he does, um, baby. He does baby in fall. Earlier we heard a snippet of And then I check Instagram fun. because it's so boring. I had fun, but I, I didn't quite fine. pay it's attention. Fine. He did baby. He did it. He, so he sings it to Quinn because this is part of, again, his, his attempt like, to whole lure deal. Quinn back. Um, he's still wearing the purple hoodie. He's still wearing um, the fucking purple hoodie. I have down, Mercedes' hair looks great, but what is she wearing? I don't have a note about what Mercedes is wearing in this. She's been poorly styled this episode. <laughs> it's a lot, a of, lot like, of fashion. Lime green plus purple later. plus zebra print. Yeah. Okay. Which later, just feels lazy. In the scene where they're all wearing plaid, she gets a plaid fedora that made me upset. Yeah. But we'll get there when we get there. Um. Yeah. Tim does Bieber. It's fine. Everyone freaks. The girls freak out. Right. They're like, "Oh, we yeah, love they're you." They're into it. Which is like, it's a weird decision to make high school girls like go crazy horny for Bieber. It's right. Yeah, I don't think they were at the time. I don't no, know. I was not, not a girl at the time this was happening. But that's not, no, young girls were into Bieber. It was a middle school thing. And then the later as he got older, like, high school girls got into Bieber when he started dating, like, Selena Gomez, I think. I guess Although I was not technically in high school at the time either. Anyway, um... <laughs> Then we get this truly awful scene in which Sam is confronted by the a couple dudes. I think Mike, uh, Artie, and Puck. Yes. Yes, those are the ones. Um, who are like, hey, dude, we want to know your thing because our girlfriends don't want to like kiss us as much <laughs> because of, they say, the post-Valentine's Day lull. And then Artie, who, again, I genuinely think is a men's rights activist, starts explaining how girls' hormones get fucked up after Valentine's Day. They, like, crash. Oh my god, he's just like a pseudoscience, like, girls just, like, They're love and boys like handle. sex because of science. He's like, they get all candy Twitter painted, and then they don't want to uh, kiss you as much anymore, and they need you to pick them back up. Oh god. Um, and we do get a very die. funny cut to Tina and Mike making out, and Tina playing Angry Birds behind his head. <laughs> and he's like, like, should I show you my abs? And she's like, if you want to. <laughs> uh, wonderful. Should I look at his abs? Sorry. Look at his abs. They're good abs. I want to see his abs. Abs are boring. <laughs> yeah. They, that's a hot take. I was going to say a gross thing. They look like bug exoskeletons. The backs look like bug exoskeletons. But they feel backs weird in an hot. interesting <laughs> way. I do like a back. Well, definitely most of bodies that we're into and not into. <laughs> And we'll plug right. it into the album. Yeah, we're all going to tell you some weird stuff about ourselves. Sure, we can talk about armpits again. We've done that once. Stop, I can't talk about armpits again. I'm morally opposed to a man's armpits, and I think that's what makes me a lesbian. <laughs> anyway. It. You know what? Never mind. So the dudes all like, kind of agree to do this with um, Sam, even Paco, he says he'd have to get new hair for her. Um, and then we see that arm warmers have taken over the school. Well, first we get a Sue's journal thing, but I forget oh, what we learned. Boring. I don't understand why they thought this device me. was interesting. Oh, we learned, is this where we learned that she like, she's taking it taking, down from the inside. Yeah, yeah. that she's oh, like infiltrating right? the gay okay. club. Right. She's not really enjoying it because that would be weird. 
But yeah, then we get her, oh, okay. So then we get her like whispering in Rachel and Mercedes' ears, being like, you're the best singer. Yes. Don't believe what she, the other girl, said this about you. This is sowing the seeds of the diva off. Right. I think that's after Rachel confronts Brittany one more time. Right. This actually might be where the hat is. I realize now it doesn't matter. Yeah. And um, she's like, hey, I don't understand how your like, cool arm warmers are really picking up. You still haven't done my thing. And then she's like, well, then I want my money back. And Brittany says, um, my uncle <laughs> lost his job and his goat was hungry. So I spent it on food for the goat, sort of. The goat just ate the money. The money. <laughs> and I laughed out loud. <laughs> All the Britney stuff is good. It's like the right really level good. of Britney in this episode. Yeah. Um, Rachel then like lays down the lawn one more time and is like, finally you have to dress like me. And Britney's like, okay, what is this called? And she says, sexy schoolgirl librarian chic. <laughs> Which is exactly how I would have described myself in high school. <laughs> Incorrectly, by the way. Yeah. I would never describe myself that way in high school, but I would have wanted to. Yeah, I guess that's more accurate. You would have um, like... I, I, put that I in knew the tags what I, on I knew my deal. Blogs. Yes, and been like aspirational. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have Tumblr in high school. God. <laughs> um, now we get, I just have the words down, tambourine player for Wilson Phillips. Oh, Sue so used to be the tambourine <laughs> player for Wilson Phillips. I missed that joke, but that's good. It's incredible. Yeah, so she's asking, this is where she asks Mercedes about tips on being a diva, and she's like, well, I know a little something about it, because I used to be the tambourine player for Wilson Phillips. <laughs> Um, Mercedes immediately launches into like being a diva is easy. You just like do runs and something else that I was like, this might be a little racial caricature. Oh, probably. But okay, so like Mercedes gets to speak. Great, so excited. I went to the bathroom doing this. I just have done yay diva off because um, that's what's coming. Then we that's see that like Sue also good. goes to Rachel and is like, why don't you teach me about being a diva? And Rachel goes into this actually very funny monologue about how you have such big feelings and they're so big and you have to push them away. They're so big and then turns her face to the side. She does the Rachel Berry arms. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Good. Um, then we see. Yeah. Then we learn that like Sue is. She says like one mean thing to each of them and like credits it to the other person. You know, you've seen a movie before. Yeah. Sure. Not to explain to you how uh, miscommunication works. <laughs> They're going to do a deep off. Great. And then the boys do the, somebody Do the full love. beaver, which in which it. they're each wearing a different color of American apparel hoodie. <laughs> and then they're in the Buck car room, but then they switch to the, um, not the theater, the auditorium. auditorium. And it's maybe and raining? And it's like fully lit and they're covered no, they're carrying in dust. It's <gasps> dust. It's like chalk. Oh, it's like the wide. someone to So love. then they can do like the clap and it I hate poofs. it. It might be what the actual video for someone hey, to love looks like. I love it. I like it. I like it. I like it. It was dumb, but I had fun. Yes, I love a special effect. Um, and like they're each spotlit individually. Um, Puck does have a wig on. Yes, it's <laughs> it's terrible. actually very funny. Um, so yeah, we, once again we see the girls are like really into this. Okay, so I right, have done Quinn and Tina horny. are having fun. Brittany's just straight up doing sex eyes, and Rachel is fully doing like Beatlemania. Like they yes. all got very different notes of what the reactions were to this. What Brittany is wearing in this scene? <laughs> Please tell me. Is Please. A denim vest. Good. And denim blue arm warmers, <laughs> such that her like upper arm is exposed as if there had been a cutout and some sort of invisible thing attaching hey. her sleeves. Hey, do you know when she'll, uh, when she'll wear that vest again? <laughs> we do. We all Even know. if we didn't know already, we would know by now. <laughs> Everyone listening knows. Um, I just, she's like, this is fun and Quinn looks like she's having fun, but I'm so grossed out at the idea that like once again, Quinn doesn't have like feelings or opinions. She's just like a mass of hormones reacting to... No, earlier she lied and now she's just horny. Yeah, now she's just horny and she's going to date Sam. Like, okay. I too am blown hither and thither by the winds of my sure, own unpredictable uh, hormones. You have some sort of personality or like idea. I do, you have, I, idea I do have agency sometimes. Yeah, an agency. Um, so like they all go pair off to do their like weird coupling about Bieber. 
Um, except for Sam, who's left on the stage, and Santana, who comes out in her fringed floral jacket. I jumped down. Santana's oh, bangs good. look terrible. They look terrible. I hate that she has the ponytail with this little triangle. The jacket the looks front. good. The, po- the hair's um, it's also She looks uh, beautiful, to be clear. She's still Naira Rivera. Not to harp on this. That's her I'm about to come out jacket. She also wears it like for the next three episodes, <laughs> and then promptly comes out in a lesbian. I like that Glee has decided that denim is the outerwear of a lesbian. That's correct. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's like yeah, it's like a structured fringe jacket. It's incredible. Um, a thing we've missed is that Finn is still talking to Quinn and is like, "There's oh, they're trying to get her to come out and they keep the doing same gross night whisper as color talking." Me yes, and she's like, "I still haven't decided." And then this scene, while she gets horny for Bieber, she walks up to him and she's and like, is like, "No, I've che- like I, I actually am not free." But they still keep doing gross ear close talking. Yes, she like whispers right Don't in his put ear. Your mouth. So Near close so. to anyone's um, ears. But then she goes up and like tells Quinn it's okay, <laughs> and then she leaves, and then Santana comes out. And we and also like, get Puck and Lauren. Let's fuck. Yeah, and then Puck and Lauren are. <laughs> I don't know what happens in this. It's so. Lauren bad. might go out with him. So yeah, Lauren. Okay, is he's like, like, tell me what I gotta do, and she's like, I have an idea. Meet me something somewhere. Um, she wants to sing, but she wants Puck to help her like get her confidence up and help her rehearse and stuff. Yeah, yeah that actually that happens in a different scene, yeah. but it's not important. Um, um, in the next scene, we do get Quinn and Finn again, and where she's where he he's like, "What's up?" Like I thought you were into me, and I thought Beaver was stupid, and she's like, "He," she's like, "I first I thought that, but it was so shameless," and he just owned it. And then she had done the, again does the gross ear talking, and she's like, "It really turned me on," which is not an appropriate way to tell that to your ex boyfriend, but it is a like sentiment I get. The, I like sure. I also sure, love enthusiasm as a turn on. Like, <laughs> I don't know why Glee thought I had to like theorize about Bieber. No, I hate it. It's weird. Yeah, we haven't like even gotten to the part dead where, dead. Uh, which I actually think is they're next. like we're cultural zeitgeist now. We have yeah, to, I know that's not what zeitgeist. So now we get in quick succession. Um, no, zeitgeist is a documentary about how 9-11 is fake. <laughs> Um, Rachel and Brittany dress the same, and Rachel saying something like, this look has to go viral. We're still on this. I do love it. It comes in, it comes out very quickly. <laughs> and then Finn is wearing his hoodie and his uh-huh. hair smushed in the choir room. Everyone's like, what's up, Finn? And he's like, well, I did a little research, and I found out that Justin Bieber is actually the king of YouTube with over a billion views. And this is where we get, like, oh, we get a full explanation of, like, Bieber's important, but he's, he's actually clearly, like, I want to know how much Bieber's team paid Glee for this episode. Probably It was, like, a rider on how, yeah. Um, we missed in the, so there was the Lauren's Ice. Lauren and like, Puck. Lauren's wrestling. She's wrestling. Uh, and then she, like, Puck is watching and then she comes up to talk to him. Yes. Um, and he's like, what do you want to do? She's like, I want to sing, but I'm nervous. Which I will say, they finally given to Lauren a plot that isn't uh, hideously offensive. True. Which is like, she's nervous about singing. She isn't really a singer. Right. It's yeah. nothing to do with, I'm nervous about singing because right. I'm fat. It's like, based on, like, she's so confident about everything else, but whatever. So um, Puck gives her the advice that everyone on TV gives yeah. and I assume no one in real life gives. Picture people in No one's ever used this. Why would Ever. why would I use that? That wouldn't make me uh, t- yeah. do better. Uh, the one note I had about the scene is that he does say the word knockers in reference <laughs> to her boobs, and that's very funny. And I think it's funny. Yeah, I'm sorry. Are you Humphrey Bogart? Knockers. It's funny. Good knockers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Good knockers. Humphrey Bogart was just the first name from some time way in the past I can think of. I've never actually heard him say knockers. Uh, I'm, I'm certain sure that Humphrey Bogart referred to Lauren Bacall's Bacall. knockers. <laughs> nice knockers. <laughs> Babe. <laughs> yeah, first of all, he was like 15 years old, and then he for sure said knockers. All he's trying to welcome to our podcast about Bogey and McCall's like dirty talk. Uh, I actually, we should do a mini episode about all the different euphemisms I think old timey actors used. I think Catherine Hepburn said knockers. Oh, absolutely. Sure. 
I feel like Lauren Bacall might have said, like, manhood. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, she would go, like, essence. And you'd be like, just say penis. <laughs> Come on. Okay, you never member. say penis in a sexual setting. You certainly don't say member. member. You know, like, Maybe the, they used to. Which is in girl talk. Ew, she'd be no. like, and then his mouth. You'd be like, Come on, Lauren. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, Lauren Bacall was married to Humphrey Bogart, and she was engaged to Frank Sinatra. She wasn't, like, unfamiliar with what you call a penis. <laughs> she would never talk about it? No. Ooh, to have margarines with Lauren Bacall. Um, you know, right? <laughs> Devin top five after Catherine Hepburn, who, again, would hate me. <laughs> and would say knockers. She would say knockers. Um, well, like, smoking a cigar. <laughs> like, she would just... In pants. No, 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 actually, Catherine Hepburn just meanly say tits, and then <laughs> not look you in the eye. <laughs> well, again, smoking a full cigar. <laughs> She'd just be like, ah, oh, tits. <laughs> anyway, so then we do Take Me or Leave Me. Right, it's the diva off, the diva it's off amazing. is your duet. The duet is Take Me or Leave Me, it's perfect. It's I have so found, obvious. It's not not hot. It's incredibly hot. Of course hot. it's hot. First of all, this song is hot. Yes, well, because in the Every show it's performed by two ever seen Yeah, it's performed by a couple that's hot. fighting and not They're talking about right. rubber. Like, it's hot. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, Adina Menzel is wearing leather pants. It's yeah. hot. But They're going to fuck after they sing this song And Mercedes and Rachel are sort of, like, giving each other the, like, angry slash sex eyes. Over, um, over the course of the song, because they're so mad at each other because of the Sue stuff, right? Right. And by the end, they're like, oh, that was fun. Which I do. Then it switches from being hot to just being sort of, like, I love when, like, people enjoy other people being good at the things that they are good yeah. at. I'm like, I love it. It's so obvious of a choice for like Rachel and Mercedes to sing together on Glee, and it's, it's perfect, perfect because of the it. Other when I realized it was going to be this episode, I got I so excited. So I was going to go to bed, yeah. and then I stayed up to watch this. <laughs> um, this also Rachel performing a song where it's it's Broadway, but she's also forced to do like a little sexy. Is the only time I really think Glee Michelle pulls off sexy, frankly. And she yeah. does it so well that when she and like Santana make like intense eye contact, I'm like, oh, those two characters should fuck. <laughs> like, well, I'm that's sure we can find you many fan fictions where they do. I actually, I'm, sh- I'm sure it's only like two. I'm actually, yeah, I think there's really? probably not a lot, but it's more with Queen. Uh, women people to love, kiss. Yeah. Um, but people really into like Rachel Quinn. Yeah. I haven't read a satisfying thick piece, satisfying enough think piece on that yet. I'll write it. Thank you. Uh, I have I'm done, sure every sorry. publication will be clamoring to publish your think piece about Glee fanfiction. <laughs> no. Not just Glee Not fan fiction. Fan <laughs> fan <laughs> Why do you want to be fan fiction in general? Okay, that's fair. Um, I've done <laughs> Sorry, Will Does What? Which I think is about cancer. Okay. Kids. Okay. He says oh, he comes. Okay. So Will takes pseudo a cancer ward. He says he comes here once a week. Which, like, to sure, do what? Fine. We sure. know what. But, like, he comes here once a week, like, he teaches Spanish once a day. That's, <laughs> neither of those things have ever been true. Will Schuster's the kind of guy who, like, files his taxes and claims that he, like, donates regularly every two months to, like, whatever. And they're like, where are your receipts? And he's like, oh, I guess I lost a lot of them. I only have two. And you're like, Will, come what on. What person is that, Liz? <laughs> Will Schuster. Like he's a- like, I sing at this cancer ward every week. And it's like, do you? No, no, he for sure doesn't. Uh, you do it sometimes. 
And they used to there, and they, they also like, sing this little light, which they have I have a bunch to have of kids who are just there for to be props. I know it's really it's a long. I'm scene. to be clear, I still cried. I'm a person. Oh, sure, no. it's hard to be a kid with cancer. I imagine I'm very sad. Childhood cancer should not but exist. But I hate it. I hate and it's it. like, why is the soup plot makes no sense. No. Oh, also, yeah, to be the point of bringing her here is to show her that I think like some people's lives are bad, and you can or do good in the world can bring joy singing. into your into your life, or whatever. That makes more sense. Yeah, but it's regardless, about music. you can't just make it into like my friend is sad. Let me introduce her to all these other people that have actual problems. This is the second time Glee's done this after when uh, Finn introduced Rachel to his quadriplegic friend. Also, the deaf choir and the deaf choir. We love to use people with disabilities or terminal illnesses to be like. Ah, but look, main character, don't you feel happier yeah, now? It's like it's just the simplest, dumbest, worst narrative move. Like, I mean, and I'm it sure, also, like, it comes out of nowhere. This episode. These appear it's to be horrible. these appear to be actually terminally ill children. I'm sure mm, that no, if that's the case, it was that. a it was a fun experience for them to have. I sure, just they think they could have been written into a better plot. Real patients from the cancer and blood diseases ward of the Children's Hospital of Los Angeles. See, so um, then I portrayed the children crying the and also feel worse. Yeah. Okay, good for them. They got to sing on TV. But can't, can't fault them for this. No, I'm not. No, 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 I'm saying we could have written them a better story. Yes, yeah. What if absolutely. any of the children got to speak? Or even a better song. Okay, this well, those, little light. Those kids aren't actors. A better song. I bet one of them could have hammed it up. <laughs> That's right. kids. Yeah, kids I'm sorry. Love to perform. They could act better than Cory Monty. All right, <laughs> <laughs> probably dance better too. <laughs> anyway, it's garbage, and Sue's like, okay, right? Sue's like. Make some sort of snarky comment, but like clearly is like touched and moved. Yeah. Okay. In a way that makes no sense with everything else that happens. Whatever. Nope. It's not important. Uh, hallway outfits. Okay. So, um, Quinn and <laughs> Tina are both wearing carousel horse sweaters yes. with like little pussy bows and little pants. Over like a little dress, like a collared shirt. Yeah, and blouse. like tights and loafers. I will wear this outfit. Sure. It's real good. I wouldn't. I have a face that makes me look like a 14 year old, like child. That's true. I look like an adult person, <laughs> so I'm allowed to do this. Um, right, so they're clearly they're all dressed like Rachel, but really they're just like Brittany. Right. So it's, yeah, it's interestingly Tina's included among like the mean girls in this. Yeah. Well, because it's Tina well, she's Santana. eating football players, so. Also, we sure. don't need to have care consistency so much as we need to have plots. Yeah, <laughs> we need a third person and Santana, I guess, doesn't make sense. <laughs> Rule of threes, Robbie. Wasn't Santana in this? Oh, yeah, I guess yeah, it she's is. Here. Yeah, it's, it's Santana, Quinn, and okay. Tina. Okay, so I guess yeah. we don't have a fourth girl, no, so. We don't. Rule of threes. Um, um, Rachel comes up wearing a sweater with a reindeer on it. <laughs> And, and like, she's like, you guys stole my look. And they're like, well, we really, Brittany made it cool. Right. Who no, they're wearing, like, we're not like, wearing reindeer sweaters. Wear reindeer they insult sweater. her sweater. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, you're wearing the same thing. No, Fair. no, this is a carousel horse. Um, <laughs> and then she walks over to Brittany, who is wearing also a carousel horse sweater, right? Nothing yeah. I think has ever been more reflective of my life experience on the show than this little plot line. <laughs> this exact. Not that I've ever paid anyone to create a trend. But I did all the things But I would wear just a slightly wrong thing and be really not chill about it. Like the year I bought... A North Face jacket, but I want a children's size because <laughs> it was eighty dollars cheaper. So it's just like a little small. Sorry, they're one hundred and sixty dollars. That's crazy. I was twelve. <laughs> you were a child. I was a child. Child's extra large fit me. They did not think it was cool. A jacket in middle school. Yeah, I wore a very um, shimmery purple lipstick in middle school before cool everyone started doing rookie statement looks. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she confronts Brittany, and Brittany's like, she says uh, maybe my favorite line this episode. I'm ready. Which is like, when people see you, 
they don't see clothes. clothes. They see a cat getting its temperature taken. <laughs> and then they hear it scream. Which is, like, Which is not a Britney line, for the record. Like, that didn't sound right no, coming out of the Santana line. line. It's a good line, and it's also not not a succinct description of, like... Some people are cool and some people aren't. Right. Sorry, like and this, this is, is not a situation like, in which you're going to thrive. You're Rachel Berry. You need sorry, to like not everyone's cool. Go to it's Broadway just... and like go perform, but like you're not high school cool. No. And that's literally, fine. no matter what you do, you can't be. That's just the rule. None of us were high school cool because we just like never crossed that line. It's never no. going to happen. Okay. Uh, and, on, and people who were high school cool are still cool in that very specific way. And I'm never going to be it. It's just the difference now is that I know that. Right now, no. I'm confident in different ways. It's, it's fine. fine. I'm an adult person who's happy. Yeah. Like, cool and fun in different ways. It doesn't matter. But in high school, you don't quite know that. And you're like, what do I just got? What am I gonna wear? What am I gonna do? What am I gonna say? Right. Why is this not working for me? Well, the, the secret is like the second you start trying, you lost. Yeah. Right. Also, you have like fundamental emotional like <laughs> issues that you're gonna have to deal with later. Yeah. So like Rachel gets a little dose of this. And there there it is. Right. Again, fun plot line. One moment of pathos. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Um. Salmon. No. Uh, we're at the Lauren Zeiss. Lauren Zeiss. Who is going to perform? Uh, yes, she's I'm, a little nervous. She's a little nervous. She's going to perform I Know What Boys Like. Mm-hmm. The backup dancer help from, I forget which two girls, but two of them. Brittany and Tina. Tina and Brittany? Yep. Who are, again, um, wearing their matching sweaters, and that might actually be why Tina had to wear that sweater. Oh, because <laughs> so she's doing that Well done, honestly. It's good great. to use it twice. Sure. Um, Lauren Sykes is his outfit this, this it's uh, offensive to it's me insane she's she looks like, like Xena on the Teenage Warrior um, she's whatever she's not the Teenage Warrior the whatever sure you combine it with Xena but fair. I did um, so it's like a she blue she does not she looks like she's going to like a Romeo and Michelle's prom yes but none of it fits right it's bad um, it's, it's like good. a blue very loose so like down like flappy sleeves Mm-hmm. Bright blue, um, like strapless, loose top, and it's like shiny on top and plaid on the bottom. Well, no. So then over, it's like a top, and then over the top, there's some sort of there's a shiny black dress. Well, it's awful. Okay, one, I meant Xenon Girl, the 21st century. Yes, we know. And two, uh, I just forgot to say this, but earlier in the episode, Lauren says is wearing a brown button down. Yeah. With what appeared to just be like a big white tank top, but like cut loose over it yeah. which is an offensive styling choice that was clearly made because like those were the two items they had in her oh, there's an like, even, there's I know a that way plus size fashion has like come it, come far no, in the it past was, few years but it was not that bad buy literally anything that fits her that's it was cool bright. there was like a there's there's a nut you could find something right you could that's find something yes this is all of this is offensive to uh, me there's a word the, the worst is yet to come it's the laziest oh it, like, it is yeah for sure um but this performance is fun. I like it. She starts she off does really picture everyone bad, in underwear. She looks and then she pictures everyone in her underwear. She does look good. Um, well, what she looks good. She looks really good when she lets her hair down. Yeah, yeah. and she's also like smiling and like very into yes. it. And when I she mean, gets I like into it, it, she looks pretty. Yeah. Um, she's clearly not like a, a singer, like every other actor. No, she's having fun. Which is why they have her do this sort of like sing talky song. Yeah. song. So it works. Which also fits in with her like confidence that they have have, have yeah. been making mm-hmm. dumb jokes about. Great fit. I know what boys like. I know what guys want. Job. I had fun. That outfit is offensive. It was like black leggings underneath the black it's shimmery dress horrible. over a big blue t-shirt. Horrible. Not good. It's really bad. Okay, do we now get Santana and Sam? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. okay. <laughs> They're in the library. They're in the library. Uh, um, they're sitting at a table <laughs> together. Like, she's called a meeting. <laughs> um, Sam, we don't know the context, is doing 
He's nerdy again. He's doing, like, impressions. Okay, no. He's doing a James Earl Jones impression. And he says, that was my James Earl Jones impression. And Santana (laughs) says, that's offensive. He shot Dr. King. (laughs) Such a good Which, if you don't get that joke, Google Martin Luther King. By the laugh I just did, because it's so funny. It's so good. It's not even... Then she follows it up with, um, I know you think you're, like, being funny or whatever. Yeah. Something about, like, I really wish I had written the whole line down, but she's like, when people see you when they're not distracted by, like, your hair, or they don't think that you look, um... Like your insane mouth-to-face ratio. <laughs> or, like, your job is to moisten a stamp yes. for a lazy giant. <laughs> moisten an enormous stamp. I did write it down. <laughs> I do love Santana. She's gonna be really good, like, writer for late night. Yes. <laughs> um, she proposes that they start dating. She basically, like, real talks with Sam, like, she look, offers you to be know. his mistress. She offers to be his mistress. Right. She's like, look, you know your girlfriend cheated on you. I'm not an idiot, neither are you. Right, you there's no reason for you to believe that gumball story. Um, so apparently the gumball story, everyone knows. Everyone knows the gumball story. Even though, objectively, people would have had to have seen it, and I assume no one did yeah, because it's the story fake. The, yeah, it didn't happen. Whatever. Fine. Um, yeah, she happens to be his girlfriend. She says it includes free access to, and then she uses some sort of euphemism for her boobs that I've already forgotten. These two, like, fine. fun twins or something. Like, rambunctious twins. Rambunctious twins. Twins is good. Um, I don't like twins. It's great. I like rambunctious, I do though. wish, yeah. again, that we had done literally any emotional grounding this in, like, Santana being panicky about the fact that she's super gay. No, we're going to um, retroactively no. do that. We're going to retroactively, that's going to frustrate Even me. Even though they hypothetically know it. They know point. it. They've talked about Doesn't it. Doesn't matter like, so we complain about two things about how this came out of nowhere and about how they keep pretending things happen when they didn't. What if they just switched the order of the things so that Literally. The, the thing that they're pretending happened happened? What if two episodes for one second Santana was like, oh, I might want to kiss my friend and then all of this would be so much more interesting. Don't get me wrong. It's enjoyable. It's fun. Right, but it's depending on us like uh, pretending to remember that from many episodes or ago with no continuity. pretending to get invested in Santana and Sam, which I'm <laughs> not going to do. I didn't even well, consider it. I was reading, as is normally Robbie's job, um, the Todd Vanderwerf reviews from back when this actually aired. Always. I don't read I don't read the ones for the one we're talking about, but I read the ones we'd previously done. And he's, apparently at the time, people were also complaining about this lack of consistency, and he's like, what it should be read as is like a sitcom of like resetting every week. But the problem is that with that yeah, is we're all here trying yeah. to have feelings, and I can't have feelings about something that you're telling me happened well, but Glee, didn't yeah, happen. Glee is right. trying to make us have feelings. Right. right. Glee's like, remember this character I want to have and feelings. Has... It wants me to have feelings. It doesn't know how to make me have feelings. Yes. Except for sometimes when it deeply does. And also, sorry, if the again, if the idea is that I'm supposed to have feelings about Finn and Quinn and Sam and Sam, or Sam and Sam, I'm not. They're failing there. <laughs> oh, I yeah. could have feelings about a teen lesbian like desperately clinging to her idea of what she right. should be doing. And, like, the Finn and Rachel stuff is closer. The Finn and Rachel stuff take it, gets yeah. me a little because I think they liked each it's, other. Yeah, and, like, felt Finn real is error. right to be hurt by a choice someone makes that hurts you. Like, that and stuff's interesting. And Puck is hot, so I'll watch him kiss people. Sure, but they're not trying to make me feel feelings about Puck, and I respect that. <laughs> and I, I don't want to feel feelings about Sam, and I can't feel feelings about Sam. I have no, no feelings about this man. Because he's not and I, a he's character not anyone. we needed to have. Because, again, for the lack of consistency, even if even if we're stuck with him, fine. I will obediently like any character you've given, but you haven't given me a character. You've given me a, a cardboard cutout scenes. to fill whatever plot hole you need him to. There's nothing like, Sam could have done in this season that couldn't have been split between um, Artie and Mike. Four characters. Two other stuff, underused the people. The football stuff could all be Mike. The nerdy stuff could all be Artie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and like, then we get more Mike, which be would be great. Yeah. yeah. Um, I also, like, I desperately want to be into Quinn, and I desperately want to feel feelings about Quinn. I felt feelings about Quinn they last season they with almost nothing, her. and they hate her. And at the beginning of the season, we got into something where something interesting where she was like, popularity isn't everything. The point is, like, being happier. I forget what her exact deal was. Sure, and then somewhere minutes. along the line, we just forgot it. Like, Fuck it. She's just a shrew. 
and a harpy and a shrill lady who like cheats on her boyfriends and wants what she wants whenever she wants it. And I feel like if I asked it. any writer about this at the time they were writing the show, they would be like, I don't know, high school students, funny how they like change their minds a lot. But like, you're writing a TV show also right. where and I need characters like, to develop and grow. Also, can Finn ever change his mind in a way that is ultimately unflattering to the character and Quinn change hers in a way that is ultimately flattering? No, because you don't like her. Right. Yeah. Okay, we need to stop yelling. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's all, We've gotten off track. We've gotten extremely off track. I mean, Anyways. So now we're going to do my chemical romance. Oh, well, so okay. first we're going to lampshade that none of the songs in this episode have been anthems. Yeah. So Susan Will's office being like, uh, your glee clothes are bad at assignments. None of these have been anthems. Well, true. Correct. It was two Bieber songs and then the diva off. Yeah. Love the diva off. I would like to say that Take Me As I Am is my anthem. Yeah. Sure, but I do have but it's hard for an anthem. anthem. It's, it's not a, anthem. It's a conflict. Um... <laughs> Sure, so she says, she's like, I want to sing, but I'm going to need everyone to sing, right? Or whatever. And yes. then we cut yeah. to, and this is where I truly got so confused. I loved it. I loved we it so much. We cut to Finn and Rachel standing on stage together. Back to back. In back to back. Clashing plaids. In full, like, they're all in, like, it's not all buffalo plaid, but it's all, like, supposed it's, to be it's buffalo plaid. It's a crunchy. I guess. Why? It's, it's like, because I got my chemical romance confused in their mind. It's um not to be like a no, teen that's what, that's who was really into fueled like. by yeah. ramen, yeah. but yeah. like this is a misreading of this genre by just the right degree that I was like an adult wrote this, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and also I was so confused because <laughs> and who like has never met a teen? Right, like, hello no. fellow kids. Right, hello yeah. fellow kids. Um, Did I was you not, hear you like the flannels? <laughs> I was not paying close attention. So when Sue was like, "I want to, I want, I want to pick the song we sing," and then we cut to Finn and Rachel singing, I didn't assume that it would be what Sue was talking about. Absolutely. Well, she said, I, was I like, need oh, help from all your Glee Club members. There's I always got a it. scene in between the setup and the payoff for any given thing. So this is just like, oh, nope, now right. Rachel's going to actually right sing her right. anthem. Nope. I got it. Uh, what can I say? I'm just a very <laughs> intense reader of the text. You are. Um, they, they start off, everyone runs in. This is where I got the most offended I've got this episode. Which is that <laughs> everyone's in this plaid, including Sue, except for Lauren Zeiss, who's just in red. Yeah, come she, on, They did man. not... They're, they're, a plaid shirt exists in her size. A plaid shirt exists in every size. I didn't notice that because I skipped this number because I hate this song. millions of them. They can find a red plaid. They, they weren't matching plaids. I'm wearing a red plaid right now. <laughs> I got it in the men's section of Target five years ago. Great. I'm sure they could have gotten one for Lauren's ICs. Give her a men's plaid and then, like, pin it in the back. Or, like, have her tied around her waist. Don't just give her a red shirt. That's lazy. I'm Everyone else is in plaid. Or, again, if you can't find it, like, they couldn't, like, they... Then make some of the people just be in red. Exactly. Like, the shrug for the uh, performance episode, like, two other people dress the same so that she doesn't stand out. Sorry. I've never been a costume designer for a TV show, but, like, try it all. Try it all. I, it's your problem. Is I know you're having fun coming up with cute outfits for Britney. Listen, but maybe find a matching costume for the 12th member of your Glee Club. They have a hard enough time TV fitting show. Mercedes, who already is in sample size. Uh, <laughs> and they got to hem all those dresses for Rachel, who I don't know if you knew is tiny. <laughs> sure. Gotta put the She's going to grow up in one of those girls who like, has them. to bring up her height in every conversation. Oh, like, I don't know if you know, but I'm small. I'm, I'm very small. small. I'm small. Very small. <laughs> um... Uh, it's exhausting, but also this number is. We're all fun. tall. It's not fun. That's not clear. It's not fun. It's fine. It. I don't care for it. I watched part of it. What, I, it, I have done a song, song but I know there's no nor care for it. It's by My Chemical Romance. It's not like a My Chemical Romance I knew. No. The only one I know is Teenagers, to be fair. That's oh, interesting. I love it so much. I only know My Helena and, like, I'm not okay. I forgot what Welcome to the Black Parade team. I likely like their first album. I don't know if that was their first album. I only like the one that, uh, I'm not okay, I promise, was on. 
I would listen to that on my non-iPod MP3 yeah. player. That's insane. My father. You had a Zoom, right? I had three Zooms. <laughs> uh, this was pre-Zoom. You just had a very intense flashback to high school, and you, like, carried your Zoom. Sorry, this was middle school, so it was pre-Zoom, so I had something that was, like, in the shape your of a circle Zoom. inexplicably, and it took a single AAA battery. three Zooms. <laughs> I did. I had a big one and two little ones for some reason. Like, not at the same time. Sequentially. I don't know why you think that makes any difference. Because one broke, and then I bought a new one. Because I already you had replaced it with a Zune. I had all my music in the Zune. I mean, app. people shut shit talk Apple now for a good reason, but I had my mom's like hand me down iPod, and it lasted for like ten years. Yeah. Sure, Seems I wasn't like, like a smart <laughs> investor. Fifteen-year-old. I don't know why I'm arbiting your past decisions on technology. I do. I will say, unrelated. I'm done talking about this episode. It's not over. Uh, I do respect that Zunes came in brown, a good color. That sure. iPods should also come in. No, gross. <laughs> I love a neutral and an earth tone. I hated my uh, first iPod was hot pink, and I stand by that. <laughs> I wish my current iPhone was hot pink. I wish they still came in colors. Me too. Yeah. And they not were just so, like the they were so gauche and good. Okay, so now Quinn's <laughs> ready to go to color me mine, and she makes some like dumb flirty like, She's "Will like, you uh, bring yeah. me a t-shirt? I love to wear my boyfriend's t-shirts." And Sam goes, "I'm not your boyfriend anymore." And then Date he says something canceled. in Navi. Then he says something in Navi, and then he <laughs> says, just "Santana stole, <laughs> told me to stop speaking in Navi." And then Quinn rightfully gets annoyed and is like. Why are you listening to Santana? Like, why is Santana Although telling you Although it's always going to make all of your actions less rightful if you've been kissing someone other than your boyfriend. Oh, <laughs> which is what she said. Which is what he says. Where he's like, uh, we're dating. And also, didn't you kiss Finn? Right. He's like, look me in the eye and tell me you didn't kiss Finn. Right. And then she can't, blah, blah, blah. It's bad. It's boring. It's boring. I'm totally literally, literally line by line what happened because it's the only way to explain this scene because it's boring. I don't it doesn't care mean about it. And I'm, I'm not for the hundredth time be like, I wish anything interesting was happening with Quinn. To be clear, I'm a person who stopped watching Jane the Virgin and will start watching again when she starts kissing Raphael again. But I don't care about these two people kissing. <laughs> kissing. Right, so you could care. I could care. I have it in me to care a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, the fact that Clea is not yet that convinced me that these two boring down. blonde yeah. people should kiss and I should care is like shocking. These two boring blonde people started dating three episodes ago and were ambivalent then. Yeah, I'm not. They haven't gotten me. Uh, now Rachel uh, demands that they all do original songs. At uh, that point, I forgot So about. Will uh, is, is talking to the, the Glee Club and he's like, we should all thank Sue, even though we hate her, uh, <laughs> which is very funny, for giving us like a really good song to sing at regionals. And Rachel basically stands up and is like, what are you talking she about? Says it's not good we enough need originals. Some, it's not good enough for regionals. We need something original if we're going to beat these other teams. Yeah. She says Kurt and the Warblers. Yeah. yeah. Which is great. And she... There's two more other teams. Yeah, but we'll get back to that. Our own intensity. Oh, that's, this is where we learned. Oh, no, we learned in the other scene. Yeah. It's our own intensity and the Warblers. Basically, Wait, which, what, what happened to the second team... They didn't know they were going to tie. No, what happened to Vocal Adrenaline? What has ever happened to Vocal Adrenaline? <laughs> Which one's our all intensity? The other one. That's the thing. <gasps> the they, one we did. What happened see? to Vocal Adrenaline? They couldn't afford Jonathan Groff, probably. They, no, when he's coming back, isn't he? Please, somebody's coming back. I'm going to that. Not for a while, right? in the first episode of the season, Sunshine yeah. Corazon quit school to go transfer schools to the Vocal Adrenaline School, where also, Shia Jackson... In the first episode of this series, we saw Vocal Adrenaline. Yes, what happened to Vocal Adrenaline? Why don't I get to see more Cheyenne Jackson? Also, again, there there should Cheyenne? be a total of four teams. Cheyenne. Two of them tied. Yes. Now three last year. There, I think there might still be Vocal Adrenaline. There okay. fucking better. I think it's Vocal so Adrenaline. No Doesn't Jonathan Groff come back to coach it? Again, I don't think you're going to another season. Oh, I can't love another season. No, 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 no. Yeah, it's not this season. Uh, my boyfriend, Jonathan Groff. Um, so, yes, yeah, so <laughs> no I'm, one wants to do Rachel's original right, song's they take, they idea. They do it to a vote. They say absolutely not, basically. Well, meanly... Put it to a vote, which is so without, fucked up. I'm sorry, without any debate, where are where are the rules? We're just, just not Glee following Club those has anymore. No rules. 
Um, and then Sue walks in. Or walks yep. into it, whatever. And then she's like, this has been great, so great that I'm going to go coach oral intensity, oral right. intensity. So this is where when oh. I got really confused <laughs> and had to Google, because I was like, wait, was it Cheyenne Jackson, the coach of oral intensity? No, he was a coach of vocal adrenaline, a different team. But we will never see again. I don't know why we... <laughs> Blah, 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 blah. making this so complicated. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I want you to know my notes here literally say Sue Boring Finn Bad. <laughs> I hate this I don't remember what happens with Finn. I, I think don't. he asked oh. Quinn to kiss him no. or something. No. no. He goes up to Rachel. And he's like, you were right. And she's like, why didn't you say that when it mattered? Which, like, shout Fair. out to every man in the world. For <laughs> being like, hey, I just want you to know now the stakes are literally none that I um, don't think you're an idiot. Yeah, back there in that room when everyone was listening and you felt humiliated, you were right. But I didn't say anything because I didn't want to. Hey, why didn't I say anything? Uh, no reason. Just saying it now. But you're gonna kiss me now, right? Because of how I said later that you were right. Do you make out? <laughs> My girlfriend uh, broke up with her boyfriend. Who's dating someone else who I hate. What is the last? What does this episode end on? That's what, it. What, That's what, it. What, what, what face? <laughs> that, the no, she says we should go present it together, and he says no. You should do it. It's your time. This oh, is your now comeback. it's her time. No, it's didn't her she just have her time? She just had her time no, last week when she tried out. to kiss him, and he said, "No, Rachel, this is your time for work stuff." And it's like, whatever. Now it's her time for work this stuff. Episode still. should have ended with the song. Yep. What song? I don't care. Any anthem. <laughs> Anything. Taylor Swift's "Long Live." This is the first yeah. anthem I thought of. <laughs> Honestly, the first anthem I thought of. Uh, the okay. uh, One Direction, um, better than words. Oh my god, yes. Honestly, any One Direction's history. Off of that Midnight Memories album that was all just like anthem rock. Uh huh. I'm gonna listen to that album all the way home. I, I mean, really was this episode the, good? Oh yeah, three words. Um, it was fine. Watched. No, I don't, how do I compress this into three words? If you watch it, if you choose to watch it for some reason, <laughs> it's gonna go good job. A hundred words. Uh, just like look at your phone all the time. <laughs> yeah, and needed, then you'll be fine. Needed Instagram during. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did a lot of yeah. cross. Peripherally, good. <laughs> <laughs> good around the edges. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, That's me words. watching it from the side of my eye. Uh, that, I thought Liz was winking at the microphone. <laughs> I'm yes. trying not to look directly at this episode. Top 40 sweet cheeks. Hit it! Okay, so, two-part question. I don't know why I always feel the need to over-introduce everything. I love it. Uh, so first, I think we're going to go around and say what we think they should have done as an anthem if they were actually to do songs that could be considered anthems. How are we defining anthem? Great question. Here's what I've come up with. I think an anthem has to be like a song that makes a statement about you. And what is it not? <laughs> Don't. Now you're trying to lead me into repeating what I said earlier. So an anthem can't be a question. I have an answer. It's like, it's a statement. Okay. I'm ready. I guess I'm going to have a rhetorical question if the answer's obvious. <laughs> okay, thank you for clarifying. Um, my first thought... Ready. ...which is incredibly inappropriate and not what they would do is anthem for a 17-year-old girl. Oh my god, that's so good. <laughs> that's exactly what they would do if they were committed to the theme. They'd be like, oh, anthem. Yeah, sure. Songs anthem that have the title. word anthem. I don't know that that's a statement so much as it is just sad, but I love it. Yeah, it's like... Um, I guess they repeat the same eight the words over and over. sad. Sure, yeah, the, yeah, the statement Drop is... Drop your phone. ...we're sad. Um, uh, and my other answer uh, is Light of a Clear Blue Warning by Dolly Parton, which <laughs> is a genuine anthem. About like being free and starting over. <laughs> um, mine is um, Bonnie McKee's American Girl. <laughs> Interesting choice. 
I just want Some, either a teen girl would say Mercedes or Lauren's ACs to really yeah, yeah, go for yeah, it. Yeah. I actually think Lauren's ACs could have done a really good job because it doesn't require what I would call like an awesome voice. <laughs> uh, God bless Bonnie McKee. Um, I'm sure she's a songwriter. I think it's fun. Uh, I think that fits his theme. Mine were. <laughs> I said I think that fits oh, the I theme. You don't. I know, I was like, really so me. No, I'm saying yes. Um, mine were the story by Brandy Carlisle. Yes, and I uh-huh. think that I'm sorry, uh, Rachel should do that one. She could Mercedes too could do it, but it should be Rachel. Rachel yeah. should do that. Um, or uh, Vivir Mibida by um, Mark oh, Anthony and yes. Santana obviously should do it. Those are my choices. Oh, I didn't say who should do what. I think Tina could do Anthem for a 17-year-old girl. Mm. All right, I'll take and it. Actually, I don't know I if any of the men it. could pull it off right. Well, they're all worthless. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in light of a clear bro mowing. Should be Mercedes, actually. Yeah. We got no Kurt this episode. No Kurt. We got no Kurt, no, no Dalton. Interesting. Don't care for it. Um, I would have loved to hear whatever Kurt chose as his anthem. Oh, my God. It'd be, don't cry for me, Argentina, again. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, second part of the question is, what would you choose as your anthem now, specifically in the context of uh, the Tinder feature where you get to pick a song from Spotify and it's on your profile as your anthem? Are we doing two each or one each? Um, I'm just going to say what I actually have on there currently, I'm ready. Uh, which is Glamorous Life by Sheila E. That's really good. <laughs> just, just a good song. It's really good. Everyone should marry you. For a full month, it was what I listened to while going to work. Because the song is, if you don't know, aren't familiar with the Glamorous Life by Sheila E., nine minutes long. <laughs> 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 really gets you pumped up on the train. Great. A lot of drum solos. <laughs> a lot of sax. A lot of sax. A lot um, of sh- shoulder shuffling on the train. Mine would be Cruise by Florida Georgia <laughs> Line. Would it be Days and Days by Judy Kuhn? It would either be Days and Days by Judy Kuhn from the Fun Home soundtrack, which I actually genuinely believe to be my personal anthem, <laughs> or if I'm really putting it on Tinder, an app, uh, Cruise by Florida. <laughs> They're both. That's a good choice. That's actually a really good choice. Yeah. Yeah, and frankly, actually. anyone who didn't want to kiss me would be an idiot. <laughs> As they currently are. Lily, your turn. Uh, when I was on Tinder, it was The Middle by Jimmy Eat World. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that was my ringtone for a while. <laughs> it's a good when song. And my yeah. Listen, um, don't write yourself off yet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's a solid anthem. It's great. Like, it's as actually an thematic anthem. You're correct. One. You're the only one who selected the... Yeah. Yeah, I understand the assignment. <laughs> I um, don't, frankly. And I almost want to re-download Tinder now to make my anthem drunk on a plane. Oh, God, that's good. That would be good. Who sings that again? I was forget. Dirks Bentley. Dirks? <laughs> Our collective uncle. It I think Dierks? it's just Dirks. Dirks. Stupid. I'm trying to Dierks. overpronounce our uh, low-grade friend Why Dirks. Why does he have the E in there if it's Dirks? <laughs> He's from the country. Dirks. We don't pronounce that name things looks, with as many syllables as we do. The name looks Dutch, doesn't it? Yeah, it's a, does it, like it's a Scandinavian Dirks. name. <laughs> or it looks like, um, have you seen that? The actress Vicky Creeps. Yeah, yes. She's from Luxembourg. Maybe he's from Luxembourg. <laughs> um, okay, so I have. We've devolved. Some news. One more thing. One more thing. Got I end. promise you. Um, so Ryan Murphy's going to get um, a Producers Guild Award, Norman Lear Achievement Award. Thank okay. God. So is Norman Lear again? TV shows, sitcoms, right, all right, the right, big right, ones. Right, yeah. Right, right, right. I always, I do get him confused with. Um, Norman Mailer. No. No. Paintings Man. Happy Thomas Family Pig. Oh, no. Um, what is his name? Oh, my God. Norman Rockwell. Norman Rockwell. Yes. <laughs> Bob Ross is our funny guy. Happy Family's Paintings, man. Uh, Bob Ross. 
Anyway, the point of Ryan Murphy getting... Uh, <laughs> like my first son of a painter was Thomas Kincaid. That's well. a good one. Um, Ryan Murphy, because he's getting an award, they listed the awards he's previously received, which reminded me that Ryan Murphy has four Emmys. That seems right. And I would like you just to go I'll ahead and tell guess. me what they're for. I think by law I should have at least one Emmy then. Yeah, um, honestly, it seems immoral that Ryan Emmys for Feud haven't happened yet, right? He's got to have at least That's like, like the one next Emmys. directing um, one for uh, Glee, Feud right? Feud has gotten at least one Emmy, but not Ryan Murphy. It was after he had kind of like handed it off. Okay, so Feud actually is already. Um, Best directing yeah. musical or comedy for Glee. He has comedy directing for Glee, correct. Um, does he have... You're going to get two of these and one of these you won't get. Writing okay. for Glee. Do I have to guess category two? He has a directing or writing for... You don't have to guess category. I okay. Allowed to American do. Horror Story. Um, no. Oh. Eat, Pray, Love. Nope. Well, these are Emmys. They have movies, too. They don't do movies and Emmys. Golden oh, Gloves, you're thinking of Golden Gloves. The one before Glee. The Normal Heart. The Normal like, Heart, um, yeah. Oh, no, that was a movie. TV movie. She wins. <laughs> All right, so we've got Glee, Normal Heart. There's one more that you'll get, and that'll No, I mean the one. thing he did before Glee. I'm thinking Nip-tuck. that was a movie. No. Oh, I would have guessed. Nip Tuck has a word he does not. Or okay. Nip Tuck. Sorry. Pretty much everything Ryan Murphy's ever done Scream has at some queens. point won an award, which is crazy. No Scream Queens ever in Hayden's Scream No one likes Scream Queens. <laughs> what else has um, he done? You're forgetting the really popular one where all the actors won a bunch of awards popular. recently. No. Not popular. Popular was what I was trying to think of. No. That was him, though, right? Yeah. Okay. I get popular in Election confused, but Election is a movie that he didn't Election's do that is he was good. not in. He's got I hated Election, but I watched it before I was old enough to get okay. it, so. I don't like Matthew Butter. That's fair, but he like plays a movie. bad man. Anyways, not the point. Um, <laughs> it's a mini series. Uh, I know oh, what this is. is I'm going to scream. Is it the feud one? Did we say the feud people already? People vs. O.J. No, Simpson, American Crime Story, Simpson. Simpson. story um, uh, which won for Best Limited Series. The which was one he also has nominated for Oscars. For literally everything, yeah. Which is crazy. It was like um, three O.J. Simpson no, documentaries. No, it was the other O.J. No, thing. it was two. There were two of them. But were they both nominated somehow as TV and movies? Yeah. Okay. No one's ever going to There know. were definitely two OJ documentaries. Um, That's true. The last Emmy Ryan Murphy has is Outstanding Wait, Short Form slash Nonfiction Slash Reality Series for an inside look behind the People vs. OJ Sons of American Crime <laughs> Story, which you were literally That's never going to That's a fake award. Anyway, on that note, Glee is fine. <laughs> Don't watch Glee. Ryan Murphy's doing fine. He, like, Ryan Murphy doesn't need you to watch How many Glee. Emmys did Ryan Glee Ryan Murphy win? would probably prefer you don't watch Glee. Did Glee win? Yeah. I think just, like, three, right? For what? Didn't, like, Chris, Chris Colfer acting, And then they this. won Best Series once, and everyone lost their what minds. What season? Oh, probably two or three. I mean, watch well, it be, like, ten. Seasons, yeah. <laughs> seasons, what, six? There were six? There were five or six of them. Okay. Jane Lynch... Oh, that makes uh, sense. Jane Lynch won. Neil Patrick Harris won Outstanding (laughs) Guest Actor. Um, Ryan Murphy won for Directing. And Gwyneth Paltrow won for Outstanding Guest Actress. Fine. Which, again, I assume is how she, like... But they never won Best Comedy. Married her, whatever. Thank God. Um, They never won Best... They won Best Comedy Golden Globe. That's what I'm thinking of. Twice. Whatever. It was a different time. It was a different time. I won a couple of people's choice awards. I'm very <laughs> proud of them. Anyway, um, give us a call, 330-366-6130, and tell us what your anthem would be sure. on Tinder specifically. Follow the rules. <laughs> Rate and review, please. I want to be at least in the top four Glee podcasts. It is fucked up when you search for Glee, we're not in the top four. No, but when you search for Glee podcasts on Google, we're not too low anymore. Ooh. Although I might have been logged in and it might have been. It probably is uh, algorithming okay. based on the fact that you want to look for West Glee again. Fact check that in an incognito window. Um... Where was Glee good on Twitter, Instagram, <laughs> Gmail, Spotify, Spotify, Tumblr, but we don't post there, and also it's not set um, up. It's coming. 
It's coming. TBD. TBD. We'll, we'll promise it now. This um, episode will come out in like two months. Thank you for all your kind <laughs> notes and tweets. Thank you for everything. Uh, we want to be clear about our recording schedule. We don't record these like week by week, so if we neglect anything, that's not our fault. We record ahead because we're industrious and busy. Hell yeah, we are. Some of us are leaving the country. Sure. Hell yeah, we are. <laughs> don't watch Glee. Uh, watch Glee if you want. Follow your heart. Fine. Bye. Bye. Bye.